Y'all, welcome back to Kentucky Fried Wargaming, where two guys who aren't qualified to talk about anything decide to talk about a game with hard math and chance. I'm Joe. And I'm John. And this week, we've floundered around about episode topics, thrown around a couple of things, and finally we decided to talk about a thing that we have been belaboring how to talk about for uh, literally over a year. And yeah, we've decided the only way to approach this thing with any level of integrity or honesty is to just not talk about it intellectually at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. Rather, we're just going to talk about our own opinions and not back them up with anything because it's all subjective. Yeah. Yep. Well, and we then we'll talk more later with like actual opinion, like facts and shit. Figures we're going to talk math. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's just going to be subjective for now. <laughs> Uh, and that's because we have been wanting to talk about 3D printing on the show forever, for quite a long time. But 3D printing is a topic that is a landmine of an issue. Just like everywhere you step, you could you could have a spicy take, a hot take, a terrible take. Uh, and I just, instead of trying to like hammer home a bunch of facts, we're just going to talk about why we personally like 3D printing. What brought mm -hmm. us to it, and you know, when we decide mm -hmm. to 3D print versus when we personally choose to buy plastic. Because mm -hmm. you know, at least we could be honest about our own feelings. I don't have to back them up with anything. Yeah, I don't have to explain shit. Well, I mean, we kind of do. We have like a roughly 30 to 45 minute run time. We generally like oh, game for it. Oh, 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 all right. Cool. Don't worry, we can pad it out though with hobby time and games played. All right, John, what you been up to? And talk real slow so we pad out the most time. Uh, I've done a ton of shit. I've done a bunch of 3D printing. Uh, that's for sure. Appropriate. Many, many proxies for Marines for my Dark Angels. That word's going to come um, up again. Yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> uh, painted some Slaves of Darkness. Printed some Slaves of Darkness stuff because I think the GW model looks like poopy. Uh, and... I painted a bunch, so I built a lot of models too, like, I guess that counts, and I read a bunch of books, and, like, I read, like, two whole books, and, like, listened to an audiobook, listened to a bunch of, like, stuff, and I, um, started working on painting this Ballista Dreadnought I got out of the Leviathan box, Hey, and, yeah, uh, and I got to play around with a new airbrush, uh, a friend of mine let me borrow their airbrush, an Iowata Eclipse. That's pretty and, nice, uh, that's a great great airbrush it is way better than the cheap one i've been using and i am now sold on spending way more money than i currently have on an <laughs> airbrush because it made everything way easier and i am about it there's so much more i can do with this this thing it's gonna to the moon pressure to consistency moon. especially hugely improved uh, yes and also just like with an ability to like speed mm -hmm. like I can go fast if I need to, which is great. Yeah, that's pretty nice. And also, you I know you played at least a game. I think you played more. I did. Yeah, I played multiple games. So I played a Slave of Darkness game versus Skaven. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I talked about that last show. And I played a Dark Angels game versus Tyranids. 
and I played a Slaves of Darkness game versus Lumineth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, a Slaves of Darkness game versus Lumineth, it went uh, very good. I think we were really close. It was uh, actually shockingly we, close. Yeah, we played against each other. Uh, there was really, it came down to battle tactics, which we'll talk about in a later time, but like, it really just came down to battle tactics. Um, Lumineth, I don't think, is an MPE army anymore, by the way. I think it's just a fun thing to play against. It's unique, um, but it it's very interesting. They stripped a lot of that this, out, which I like. Yeah. Um, my game versus Tyranids was the new Tyranid Codex, and I just used uh, the Gladius detachment uh, from the new Space Marines and took out the reroll part of Oath of Moment. And the game went pretty good. I think that I know a lot of people are mad that you lost the reroll to wounds on Oath of Moment, but it's still, like, the force is still pretty good. Uh, I just made some mistakes in the game, and that's why I lost, because I was playing against a board control army, and I wasn't able to get a foothold mm-hmm. soon enough. I just lost on objectives. It happens. Um, but, like, that was my own mistake. I don't think it was, like, because, like, the army's bad. And then uh, my game versus Skaven uh, was a victory. And it was a challenging victory. It's with our editor, Tanner. And uh, he kind of teaching him Skaven and the new battle pack. Because I used to play Skaven all the time. And not a lot has changed from 2nd to 3rd edition with Skaven. And just really... Helped him crank out some, like, core concepts, and he did really good. And it was also a very close game. Really kind of came down to, like, one charge and me succeeding that one charge. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which gave me, again, battle tactics that put me ahead. Who knew secondaries? They matter so much. Yeah, secondaries and grand strategies in Age of Sigmar are actually more important than the primary in a lot of instances. I have mixed feelings about that. But, again, that's probably a topic for a whole other show. Mm Mm-hmm. I... I wish we had more of a secondary, more akin to 40k system, but that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, you should go watch, if you're playing Age of Sigmar, you should go watch the Warhammer Weekly episode about secondaries. It's pretty good. I'm about halfway through that currently. So far, so good. I agree with many mm-hmm. of the takes. Um, I don't know if I necessarily share the fundamental issues for the same reasons, but like we, we end up at a similar place in terms of opinions. I just think a lot of opinions like that uh are sort of like competitively biased but like it's yeah but i think it impacts like um more garage play yes than i think people realize i just think rather than garage play it manifests differently nor <laughs> is it always in a way that like people have the language to discuss it which can sometimes make it hard to kind of suss out but another another topic um it's good though. Big hobby time for you. Colossally. Mm-hmm. Big ups on the hobby time. Mm-hmm. Uh, over here, I have been hammering away on Lumineth in terms of like the hobby printing, painting side. Prepping. So many print files. Processing. So many print files. Uh, and I was getting ready for John and I's game, uh, Slaves to Darkness versus Lumineth. So a lot of my time was prepping models, printing models, processing models. And then getting those models glued on bases, so then getting those bases with magnets on them so I could actually transport them to and from the game. Because uh, without a magnet tray, these models would just, like, shake themselves apart. Um, so I've got a magnet somewhere. And I've also almost done with the 10-man unit of Alarith, the stowed guys. I've just got to do some, like, blended airbrushing for a glow effect there. And then they will be totally done uh after that i don't know what i'll move on to next i might do a unit of horses or i might give myself a little treat of like a big hero or 
maybe the paddle cattle. Um, as I look forward to the next group of hobby time. Uh, also, I did get a game in besides that. I played uh, my shop league for 40k. Uh, brought custodies, played space marines uh, pre this book. It was index. Um, Cody at the shop uh, is running uh, ultramarines and oh, what a game. Uh, I ended up winning uh, again, largely on objectives, but it was because by the time it was a bunch of ultramarines and Gilliman with a knight. Um, and I just ended up on all of the objectives, but one uh, with my custodies. And uh, he probably outkilled me because it was a whole lot of him like making his attack roll, reroll all hits, reroll all wounds, and double up. It's just it, whew, whew, spicy, very spicy. Um, the terrain helped me a lot, though. So, another Custodes victory. Uh, this week, though, I fight Tau. And I don't know how that's gonna go. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know what kind of list they're running, but I've been told uh, from other people at the shop that it's shocking how much crap they throw on the table. And, like, their list is just a bodies list. Or at least it leans bodies. I won't say just. It leans heavy, heavy on bodies. And I don't know if I could kill through that fast enough to, to get points. But we'll see. I'm going to try. I'm going to give it my best go. Um, and I'll report back next time. Um, but now really just getting set up to do a little more 3D printing to keep the Lumineth army going. And then paint away. And I will be 3D printing pretty much that whole Lumineth army. Let's talk about why. All right, John, 3D printing. Discl yep. Disclaimer time at the top. These are only personal opinions. Yes. Purely subjective. No objective yes. claims. We are not yep. going to be doing cost analysis. There will be no charts. There will be no graphs. There will be no statistical analysis of market rates of like models sold per capita versus resin bottles sold per capita. Nothing. Nothing. No long-winded morality play of the whether we should print or shouldn't print models either. No sue us, Games Workshop. No, no cease and desist, please. To print? Thank you. Or not to print? That is the yeah. question. I mean, it depends. That's my answer. It yeah. Depends. It really depends. Like, uh, so like, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, I guess like, uh, first let's talk about what drew you to 3D printing? I think that's the way to start. So I'm not going to lie. The first reason I signed up to start doing 3D printing was I was like, oh, man, that's going to be way cheaper. And, like, and I, <laughs> like, I got it on sale. Like It was like $150 off of a Black Friday sale. And I was just like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to save way more money. Um, start in the gonna, deep end. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, like, just going to get it. It's like, boom, done. Um, but then I very quickly realized that I had spent more money on the printer and figuring out how to use the printer than I probably would have spent on just buying a new army. Um, like, that's not even an exaggeration. That's just the reality. Uh, and I would say that the biggest reasons why I continue 3D printing is, uh, like, cost is part of it, but I wouldn't even say it's one of my biggest now. It's for variety and model. 
Um, being able to pick and choose what I want to put on the table, be plastic, or if I don't like that, getting something else and making my own things. Uh, and also logistics, right? Like if okay. I have a game I want to go play and I want a model for that game, I can print it if I can't get it from GW, which more often than not is the case nowadays. Ooh, yeah, we'll circle back to that one. That is yeah, one of like mine. If, Especially where we have like planned like quarterly events where we like have a big get together, a bunch of people. I don't want to make an order for something that's going to be here in three weeks. Give me a week to build it and it show up two days before the event. Three weeks is awfully hopeful. Yeah. But like that's, that's a small example as opposed to like there are people in our play group that ordered something six months before an event to just not get it till two weeks after. Um, or to be honest, if it's even in stock to order it in the first place, mm-hmm. like so much is out of stock constantly from the games workshop store that in order to play the faction, unless you already have the models, good luck. Yeah. Or buy the FOMO box. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Um, for me, I similarly found, I don't know if I necessarily got into 3d printing, as a money saver first, it was in the back of my head because of course it is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone has heard the meme 3d printer go burr as in like, haha, save so much money. Burr. Like, yeah, it's a thing. It's, it's in all the comment sections. It's not super helpful most of the time. Um, but in my case, I got into 3d printing during COVID when I really couldn't, play games like let's be totally honest like lockdown there was no games to play so i wanted to instead connect with like my armies and my models in a new way um and the idea of being able to uh through a little bit of use of like cad software download an stl file cut it apart remix it however you want take different stuff clash them together get your own unique bespoke miniatures that are just for you in whatever flavor or story or narrative you like. And then to, like, put a USB drive with that on it in a little machine, hit go, and then watch Grey Goo become a three-dimensional thing was, like, magic to me. God, it just, like, tickled some little part of my brain deep, deep down in there. Um, And to be honest, like, I still feel that to this day when I do, like, a particularly cool kit bash. Um, and it's a way for my models to just look more me than just like something I, I bought off a shelf, um, which was the, like the primary thing that drove me. And to be honest, like I work in engineering in my regular life, like that whole field, um, in CAD software is everywhere. So anywhere you can actually flex your CAD muscles is just good. Um, and I ain't gonna lie also about the money on a, like a lesser, uh, sort of like a lesser amount, is the money does matter. Like, saving money is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have saved much money. Uh, but it's not quite as, like, one-to-one and easy as some, uh, like, forums or YouTube videos would make you think it is. And it's also not possible for everyone. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't mean to say that some people are disincluded from it, but there are some people who just don't have the space or like the time to learn the desire to learn or the ability to learn. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I don't think 3d printing replaces plastic. Uh, I think it augments plastic to be honest. Yeah. I think that's very true. Um, because I don't, 
three I don't three D print absolutely every model I play. Um, yeah. And I think this is where you get into kind of some of the nuance of three D printing, of like when do you print versus when do you not, and like for me first and foremost it is. Do I think the model from the manufacturer, and let's use Games Workshop for an example. Do I think the Games Workshop model is good? Do I think it is worth the money? If the answer to that is yes, I'm in. I'm in. Yes. Like, I'm buying it. Okay? Like, if I want that for my army, it's a really cool miniature. No question, I'm in. Like, the Beast Boss holds Quigasaur. I think that model is incredible. I could have printed a proxy. But I chose not to, because it's most just of it. my most of my Slaves of Darkness army is just GW plastic. The only things that aren't is the Castle Romanticore because I think their Manticore looks like crap. I think the Castles sure look great on there, but like the Manticore looks bad, poopy. Yeah, and the Varengard, uh, because to be honest, I think the Varengard are overpriced. Like uh, the kit's really cool. I think the models look great, but like it's one hundred twenty dollars for three dudes on horses. Oh. Oh, I'm good. They're not even like, big horses. They're the regular they're horses. They're the size of like chaos knights. Like it, it is absurd. <sighs> like I, that is one of the things I just don't understand the pricing. Yeah. Um, like honestly, if there was just like a sixty, eight, or even eighty dollar kit, I would just buy the box. But it's just not. Buy it. But like, yeah, I, I'm not paying double that like for three horses. Yeah, and price does. Uh, that is ma- another one. If that will factor in for me. Like, if I'm going to spend that level of money, I'm buying Bellicor. I'm buying, like, King Dad himself. I'm buying a knight. I'm buying, like, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But, like, not not three horses, dude. Not when I not when you want to buy multiple of them. Yeah. Which kind of, that brings me, like, because I have all the same things as Joe with that. But also for me, it's like, am I how, how many of this thing am I going to need, right? Like, I play Imperial Guard. You need a lot of guardsmen. I don't want to spend $400 on infantry. Mm-hmm. That just gets ripped off the table. I'm just going, especially because like I play Krieg, so like <laughs> I, I have Forge World models, the Kill Team models, and like uh, buying other proxies. So I'm just gonna print Kriegsmen, mm-hmm. like or Krieg adjacent World War One looking troops. Like I'm just gonna do that, like World War One French style troops like i don't i don't know why i would do otherwise given the option um because for me especially if it's like an individual unit i will just buy it in plastic or if i can get it like used stuff i buy a ton of used stuff for plastic but like individual characters love them i will probably always buy them in plastic if it's an option (laughs) um Terrain pieces. There's lots of terrain pieces, especially the faction-specific ones that look really good. And when I can find them, I get them. Endless spells is another one. Uh, but like, really, if I have to buy multiples of it, I'm really tempted to just not buy the kit. Yeah. Sometimes the math works out so obvious, I don't even think about it. Like, for example, uh, I play Beast of Chaos, um, and for example, the unit gores. Like it gores. Do the do I like the look of the Games Workshop model? No. Okay. Am I going to need a lot of them? Absolutely. Am I going to spend hundreds of dollars on a poopy model? No, not when I can find a no. really, really cool stand-in proxy. Because um, really, like, 
3D printing is just enabling me to even play these factions. Like, otherwise it just wouldn't. Like, I would just, like, uh, I think you were in that boat. Like, you played Custodes and Blood Angels as your primary factions for so long because you just liked the models mm-hmm. and couldn't be stand, they couldn't stand to play the other factions that had shit models. Yeah. Um, same thing with Age of Sigmar. Like, you played Ogres in Age of Sigmar for how long? Simply because you were like, ah. Stonehorn looked good. I, <laughs> Stonehorn are good. I don't need five of them. Um, and Sylvaneth. Sylvaneth models look good, so I played Sylvaneth. Like, yeah. I, I, I like pretty models. I won't play poopy models. My brain just don't uh, do. And yeah. I did actually start playing Beasts of Chaos years ago when I first started AOS. But mm-hmm. the models looked so rough, and I felt so terrible spending my money on them that I quit. I, I sold them all. Uh, and I, the only reason I'm buying them now, like I, that I've bought the Battle Tome, that I am playing them now, is because I have a 3D printer that allows me to like connect with that force and that narrative in a cool new way and make me want to paint them and want to get them on a table. Yeah. And like another thing about it for us is that we have a play group that allows it. Um, True. Like, I think it was challenging at first because, like, a lot of us come from the older history where we thought all proxies or, like, what used to be called China cast were, uh, like, not good. Like, for some reason, we were all like, oh, that's terrible. Why would you do that? Because um, we used to feel that way of, like, oh, well, you're not buying the actual miniatures. So, like, why don't you support this game you like or the game store that you're playing in? Um, which is, like, an argument. But, like, nah. Just not, uh, like our group, our group now, just most of us play with 3d printed models, uh, to some degree. Uh, most of us play many different factions and I don't think there's a person among us who hasn't bought a GW model. Like we still buy the models. We'll still buy codexes. We'll still buy terrain. We'll still buy stuff at a local store. Like if we try a new game, we go buy it from that local store. Um, it's just. Many of us can't afford to spend six, seven hundred dollars on an army. When we got when we when when we got into this game, it was like two hundred dollars. Like the cost has tripled. So we adapted. Yeah. Like, I will say it does make projects possible that I don't think I would have done before. Um mm-hmm. and this is where like we do touch on price, and I want to touch this very carefully. Um because I think a lot of people on the internet say like, ah, 3D print, save money. And you can. You very mm-hmm. can. You really can. Um, long term. Long term. That's the key. So like, I'm not going to throw out numbers because again, it gets into data. But like, think of it this way. Your printer is going to cost some amount of money. Some amount of money. The amount of your of money your printer costs has to be spread out amongst all the minis you create. Uh, so you have to then add that to the resin cost of your mini. And that means the more minis you print, the more value you got out of your printer. Uh, which means if you are into 3D printing as a hobby on its own, and you're interested in it, and you've got the space, and you've got the want and the gumption to go find STL files, to kitbash them together, to support them, to figure out how to troubleshoot your printer. And that's something you know you're going to do for quite a long time. And maybe even help your friends 
3D print models and minis, holy crap, it's going to really work out for you. Really, really work out for mm-hmm. you. Um, for example, I just played John uh, with this Lumineth army that I have been working on with non-GW sculpts that aren't just... There are some prints out there that are ripoffs, but now there's a lot of great sculptors who sculpt entirely unique things. Um, and I'm using a uh, a Greek hoplite-inspired Lumineth set of models, uh, and I was able to print that entire army together and have been hobbying on it for a little bit and then take it to John's to play it. And that army by GW pricing would have cost me over $600. I printed it for far, 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 far less, even mm-hmm. including buying the STL files, including the resin, including whatever uh, alcohol I used. But that's because I've been doing it a long time. It was efficient. I processed them quickly. My printers tuned in and I have printed multiple, multiple armies for people. Um, God, if I tried to do the math, I mean, my printer has paid for itself over 10 times over. More, yeah, but like that's that long time. That's the long. key, right? Like if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I only play Salamanders. It's the only faction I play. I, I buy every Spaceman because it comes out. If they get a, I get a detachment book, I get it. Otherwise, I just, I play Salamanders. I buy the models. I maybe buy one new kit every couple of months or whenever there's a new release cycle. Cool. Don't 3D print stuff. At least don't get your 3D printer just for that. You're going to hit a wall fairly quickly. Yeah, like if you're trying to save money and you play one faction and nothing else, like you don't do D&D or anything like that, like why? To 3D print a bunch more Marines like that you already have. But if you are like us and you are hopelessly addicted to playing a ton of factions. Or other games uh, even. <laughs> yeah. Um, get a printer if you want. If you want and are able. But like, don't do it because of money. Do it because you're going to get a shit ton of use out of it. Yeah. Like, I love my printer because I print stuff for three or four separate war games. Plus D&D. Plus I just print stuff to print stuff sometimes. Like I've printed like busts or like small statues as like um, transitional pieces to like between forces or if I'm in like a painting rut. Like I use it as a tool because that's really what you're investing in is a tool you're to learn and to, to get good with. Not, ah, yes, I would like to only spend $200 on a Space Marine army instead of 600 Because like I promise you, if you want to only print one army only have one army you are going to spend more printing it than you would have just bought it and buying it yeah that math won't work out for you yeah i i i think when i first got a a printer in my first year of printing i wasted at least two bottles in failures i mean and let's assume that's roughly 30 bucks a bottle Mm -hmm. roughly yeah uh, and I can promise you, eh, my printer was more than uh, $200. So, like, <laughs> and I have two of them. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing that comes in time. Uh, I don't know. I really enjoy 3D printing and I advocate for it as a tool, especially as games get more expensive and as, like, it is hard to necessarily want your whole gaming group to, like, keep up with the hobby budget. Uh, and to, you know, also pay their bills 
and yeah, buy groceries. <laughs> it's rough. And I really don't want anyone in my play group to feel like I don't have the money to play this game with anyone. And there's something I can do about it with a 3D printer because I have the space and the scale and the interest. Um, and if you're in that case, cool. It's great. It will help you out. It'll help your group out. Um, or maybe the group wants to split the cost. And again, then the math changes. Like if there are five people in a gaming group and one of them has room and interest for a printer and the others just don't, the others don't want to deal with it, but just want cool stuff printed. Maybe you come to an agreement. Hey, let's split the cost five ways. Boom. Mm -hmm. Now you get a printer. And if someone's willing to man that printer and get good at it. Great. Now the math be mathing. <laughs> now we're working. Yeah. Because really, like, if I can sum up my opinions on 3D printer and, like, what it should do for the gaming community is I think that looking at it individualistically is the wrong way, right? Like, yes, it's great for me, and that's cool. But I have gotten way more people back into this game with 3D printing, and I've been able to get people continuing to play games with me with 3D printing that I can be like, to be honest, if this would have came out when I was in like middle school, imagine like a game club for kids that want to learn how to play this game. Oh. If you like when I learned, I started playing this game when I was in middle school. If I did that nowadays, no way. Impossible. Too expensive. But if you could get a 3D printer and you were like a teacher and you 3D print factions, like a 500 point force for each of those kids in your class, and then they play with each other like in this club, then boom, boom. You, you, it's, it's great. It's a fantastic tool. It builds community, allows for stuff, and like they, they will play the game. And I promise you that when people play the game, they want to buy the stuff. Mm -hmm. They buy the novels. They buy like paint. They, they buy terrain. They might even buy a cool new model that came out, even though they could 3D print one because it, it's not the exact same. I say, looking at my cool Vingorian Lord behind me that has 3D printed conversion bits, but I bought a Vingorian Lord. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the amount that I use my printer for just conversions on actual models is also pretty high. Like, this is not an either-or situation. It, it can be both. You can just buy plastic and print. And you can do it for your friends. And you guys can have a great time. Ape together, strong. Ape together, strong. It always ape together play. <laughs> ape together play more Warhammer. It always circle back to ape together, strong. It's true. God, they're gonna. Yes, still gonna get that tattoo. Yes, God, ape together, strong. Tramp stamps. Um, I'm about it. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, y'all. Like this is one of those things that if we're gonna talk about it, we really want to just talk about it honestly about where we're at with our opinions and what brought us to them. Uh. And share those for people who are considering getting 3D printers in response to various things going on in the wargaming community. One of which I've seen is price. Another is like a difficulty getting models. Three is the time it takes to update models. Um, and really our worry was that some people might get into this and not really know what they're running into. And um, so we wanted to make this video as an honest sort of discussion of our own opinions. So if you are someone in that sort of boat and you're considering it, you can either make the decision of, oh, that's actually not for me, and save your money and your effort and your time. Or, hey, it's really for you. Cool. Run towards it, but here's some expectations. Mm -hmm. However, there is more room 
for discussion on this topic. Yes. And if y'all are interested, uh, we would be willing to talk about more, but carefully. <laughs> yeah, and if you have something specifically with 3D printing you want us to cover, or you just want a quick answer on, put it below in the comments. Reach out to us on Twitter, our emails down there, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you know the drill. Like, subscribe, whole nine yards. Um, but like for real though, we are willing to just have a conversation with you about 3d printing. Even if you just want to have it like in an RDMs, like that's cool too. Uh, you don't have to do it publicly. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We'll algorithm just, be damned. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about the algorithm. I really just want more people to enjoy the hobby that I've enjoyed for most of my life. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, otherwise we'll be working on some more lore videos over here on the back end. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I also tell us which one of those you want because we're like just flying blind. <laughs> we are now into the weird zone where we could pick up almost any faction. So please, if you want one earlier than the others, say it so we don't have to debate where they should go in order. Yeah. Because any of them that is requested by someone runs to the front. Makes our jobs much easier. Which for now has been all of our opinions, bona fide and Kentucky Fried. We'll see y'all in the next one.